Well, we're back with uh, Todd Talbot, our third or fourth week in a row. Uh, Todd has uh, been so kind to agree to join us to bring some of his perspective on real estate in Vancouver. Todd, of course, is the uh, the better half. He keeps insisting, uh, love it or list it, Vancouver. You're going to get me in trouble, Ian. I, I want to start by, I, I have to ask you this. Oh, thanks for being here again, by the way. It's Thanks for having it's, me. It's great to see you. It's always a pleasure to hang out with you, too. It's always uh, nice to have you here. We had our crack research team look into your past. Oh, great. And uh, <laughs> your website says that uh, you were born and raised in Vancouver, but you moved around a lot. I did. As a kid. Yes. And did, is that maybe where you struck your interest in real estate? Um, I, I think a little bit. You know, my parents, we moved to Victoria, a couple different places there. Then they we commuted back and forth to Salt Spring Island. They built a beautiful log post and beam home nice, there that overlooked nice. the water. I was young. I built a tree fort at the same time. <laughs> you know, nice. like yeah. my mom was pregnant on the roof. The two of us were you know, putting the uh, cedar shakes on the roof. So I was very much ingrained in that uh, early on. And, you know, my whole family loves houses and design and and uh you're a handy guy too aren't you you like to to, to get hands on yeah any job that's not done at my house is because i'm not doing it well let's talk about one of those <laughs> jobs you Uh-oh. did recently <laughs> <laughs> you know where this is going you've got a got a hockey rink at your place that's true i do i wanted to finish off my garage which was like most people's garage basically basically a glorified storage unit and uh, we couldn't park a car in there. I just basically mm-hmm. had my tools and all, you know, Christmas decorations and everything else piled up. But I was determined to not only be able to park a car in there, but also create a play space for my kids. My kids are four and six. Um, I came up with this idea of doing an epoxy floor that was white. And at the um, where the garage door comes down, we put the blue line. Oh, yeah. And then we put uh, the goal line and put a crease in there. It was a little bit uh, high maintenance. <laughs> uh, my buddy with TKO Concrete came and did the flooring. Um, and we did, you know, we kept a little West Coast flavor. I, I did a tongue and groove, three-inch tongue and groove um, flooring. I put on the ceiling and one accent wall. Uh, put a lot of storage, making sure I could take everything off the ground. And I didn't actually realize how much usable space was in the garage sure. and how much my kids loved playing out there. I mean, it rains a lot here, yeah. and that became the playroom. They they use their scooters, their bikes. We play hockey. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty true-to-life replica. It, it, it actually does. You can go to my <laughs> website, toddtelba.ca, and uh, check out some photos. Um, also, there's an article coming out in Haas Magazine that I, that I write for that kind of profiles the whole, the whole journey and uh, you know how we did certain things. It's, it actually turned out even better than I had anticipated. Yeah. One day, John and I would love to come and have some hockey. Yeah. Who's, who's playing goal? <laughs> uh, who's in goal? I'll play goal. I think Ian's I in play, goal. I play D and I try to play a bit of four, but never in that. No. Perfect. You know, I think, okay. Yeah, game on. Game yeah. on, boys. Right. we got to talk about some real estate here. Okay, and, let's do it. And one of the, the biggest questions that seems to come up all all the time is how do real estate commissions work and and more importantly perhaps because some are higher and some are lower mm-hmm. are they negotiable so you said this conversation comes up a lot i'd actually disagree with you oh, okay. i'd say that this conversation doesn't come up enough ah i think that there's a lot of mystery around commission and people are scared to talk about it um the fact is is that commission is set and is negotiable. Commission is set by an individual realtor and is negotiable. That's the bottom line. And it is based on their business model. It's based on the services that they offer. And the way that I like to analyze commission and explain it to people is that 
commission should be evaluated by the value that they get in return, like anything. But that you, doesn't happen. No. No, if you look at the model of commissions today, yes. let's say if we have a working model of 7% on the first 100000 yes. two and a half on the remainder, yes. and houses are selling for three, four, we're, we're told that $4 million is going to be the norm very soon, right. and a real estate agent works for about four to six hours on that property. They're making way too much money, and that's why I would argue maybe you should be negotiating. Absolutely, but that goes back to my point. Your commission is negotiable, and you need to have that conversation with whoever you're hiring to make that transaction. And I've been, you know, I've been in a in an agent um, client relationship. It's not just around real estate; it can be as an actor. Sure, you know, there are mm-hmm. definitely circumstances where you need to identify. Now, you might have a relationship with a with an agent, and it might be a one off situation. They might sell that property in a week, and mm-hmm. you're absolutely right the economics of that relationship might be out of whack. Now, there's other um, examples where you might be in a long-term relationship with somebody who's going to be around to guide you um, for multiple transactions over multiple years. And you might be using that service uh, when they're not buying. There are certain yeah. circumstances, not, not, not to defend commissions, but there are certain circumstances where, let's say as a buyer, you're out there and you're working for 20 weeks and then no one buys anything. But here's to your point about not asking, okay? Now I sound like I'm backpedaling. But discount brokerages are shunned upon because people feel, well, I'm not going to get what... If I don't pay the big dollars, yep. then I, I won't get the service. I won't. My home won't sell. Yep. When really, perhaps the listed price is the most or the biggest factor in whether the house sells or not. It can be. I, I think those properties... Um, well, let me answer it two ways. Number one, I would say that there's a lot of stigma attached to different formulas of commission structure. And let's be clear. People can sell their house their, themselves for sale by owner. There's, there's no issue with that. Yeah, it's absolutely There's no issue okay. with that. Get a lawyer and make sure you're doing it properly. Right. But there's no issue with that. And you can scale all the way up. There, there's, there's no limit. I could really. tell you a good reason not to. What, sell your house by yourself? Yeah. One, you'll eliminate the emotion if you have a third party. Right. And, and the other third is that third party is going to be a better negotiator on your house than right. you are. See, this is the way that I think about it personally. And I, even though I'm licensed, I use a realtor. I always have. I've never sold anything by myself that, that I've owned. I've never bought anything by right. myself. Mm-hmm. And the reason that I do that is I believe that with somebody negotiating for me, and if that person can either save me the equivalent or more than their commission, then that's total value. Mm-hmm. And conversely, when you're buying, if you know if they can negotiate a better price, so you know it does boil down to value. And you need to be able to um, have that conversation up front. You need to be able to put all the cards on the table. And a homeowner or a buyer needs to be able to evaluate and see if they think that there's value there. So. In yeah, uh, in Ontario, we uh, before I left, there was a site that was just created called FeeDuck. So what this does, it's basically it's called the Uber of of, of this idea. Anyway, right. so basically, you go, you post your listing, you post what price you want, and you get realtors to go onto this site and realtors bid for your listing with their commission price. So you right. say you want to give a, you want two and a half percent, 
you post that on some realtors will go at 2.37 or something and, right and so this this idea of a a, um, a website that's uh, been created to kind of lower commission fees is right uh, feeduck is the name of this website um have you heard of anything like that out here, and and are you familiar with it? I'm I'm familiar with Feedduck. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, someone shared that with me uh, a few months ago. Um, you know, my my personal opinion about that is, I would ask myself, do I want to hire somebody that I'm entrusting a multi million dollar transaction to somebody who's willing, uh, you know, purely on the basis of their negotiating the fee down. We gotta we gotta wrap it up. We gotta wrap it up. We're just we're just getting to the core of this. <laughs> <laughs> Takeaway message is that real estate commissions are negotiable. Absolutely. Ask the questions before you sign the documents. Absolutely. And get it in writing. Todd Talbot from Love It or List It Vancouver is our regular guest on Vancouver Real Estate Today. My name is Ian Power here with John Meyer, and we'll be back in just a moment on News Talk nine eighty CKNW.